Are you struggling with all of the messages about Mother's Day and how wonderful it will be to honor mothers, but you're not even sure what motherhood means after you've lost your baby? There's no harder holiday to cope with for moms of stillborn babies than on Mother's Day. That's why I'm hosting a free support session called Coffee and Comfort on Sunday, May 12th at 11 o'clock Eastern. We'll get together for an hour before the day gets started and talk about the guilt and what-ifs that so often come after this type of loss. And I'll help you create a plan for the day that honors both you and your baby. The best part is we'll gather together with other lost moms who really get exactly how you're feeling so you won't feel alone. Together, we'll navigate Mother's Day and learn how to get through this tough holiday with ease. Save your seat at jennifersend.com slash coffee or click the link in the show notes. Hope to see you there. I'm Jennifer Sen, a certified life coach, married mama of two sons, twin angel babies, and a rainbow baby, and this is the Navigating Baby Loss Podcast. I'm on a mission to help stop the isolation, shame, and lack of self-confidence that often comes with stillbirth loss, and to show you that you still deserve to live the life you've dreamed of. Pull up a cozy seat, pour a cup of coffee, and prepare to hang out with a caring friend who's been through it and can show you the way. Whether you believe in God or have different faith that guides you, I believe that God puts his worker bees on the ground for times like this. And my loss was the training program for it. I know that I'm not alone in this. Those of us who have suffered this will see to it that we help ease the suffering for others. Hello there and welcome back to the Navigating Baby Loss podcast. Today we're going to talk about when someone close to you loses their baby. And this is really for anyone who's supporting someone through a loss, a baby loss, whether or not you've had a loss yourself. I think what I'm going to talk about is helpful information for anyone, really. And this is such a big topic among my coaching clients because they love their family and friends and truly want to be happy for them when they announce their pregnancy but they feel so much jealousy because they want their own baby and guilty for not being able to share in their excitement. And there's that guilt word again that lost baby lost mamas are so familiar with. We work together on getting to the root of that jealousy and guilt and figure out how to deal with it better. There's almost no one that will not face this situation at some point following their loss So creating a strategy of how you will handle it could be really helpful. The statistics are that one in four pregnancies end in miscarriage, as well as one in 100 pregnancies end in stillbirth. So chances are this is a topic that may come up within your friend group or with your family. So I'm going to give you some ideas of how you can use your loss to help and encourage those you love through some of their hardest days. So about two months after my twin girls were stillborn, my friend Ashley announced her pregnancy. Somewhat sheepishly, of course, to me. She was pretty afraid of what I would say or how I would react, but 
as I usually do, I painted on the happiest face and gave her the biggest congratulations, even if I only halfway meant it. Don't get me wrong. I am not a mean girl, but while she was rattling on about having to upgrade from her sporty two-door car to a family vehicle and how she was buying all kinds of things for her nursery, I listened with excitement and definitely jealousy while thinking to myself, of course, you better not get too ahead of yourself. You never know what can happen. That was going on in the back of my mind. People who have suffered the loss of a baby have a really guarded heart about these things. And we know all too well that life can change in the blink of an eye or a heartbeat or a sonogram screen. I suppose it makes us cautious and maybe not the best cheerleader to have in your corner if you're the friend who's newly pregnant. It's hard to share in someone else's vision of a new bouncing baby or tell them that things are going to be all right, or that you're sure nothing like what happened to you would ever happen to them when you've been completely blindsided. Things went along pretty well for Ashley, and I became more comfortable with the idea and the jealousy subsided. I knew she was cautious with me. She told me the details of her appointments, and I was careful not to say anything that led her to think that I envisioned any other outcome except the one where she had her sweet baby in her arms. I was genuinely happy she brought me along in her journey and didn't exclude me from her happiness, even though she was really cautious not to say any or do anything to trigger me. She got to 16 weeks in her pregnancy, then, like so many of us, heard the worst four words ever spoken. There is no heartbeat. And did I ever feel guilty? It's not in my nature to say, I told you so, or see, I was right, but I was left with a mixed bag of emotions that was really hard for me to sit with. I was heartbroken for her because I knew the pain of all the dreams that were lost at that moment and what Leah had for her. When she told me the news, she knew I would understand but she was in fear that it would send me spiraling down into grief again. But I knew that this was my time, like no other, to show up for her and be sure that my baby's death was used for good. If there was anyone she needed right now, it was me, and I made sure she knew she wasn't alone. When a loss happens to someone close to you, You are in the unique position as the person who has walked this path already. You're able to just swoop in and tell them all the things you wish someone would have told you and do all the things that you knew would be helpful to them because you know better than anyone else what it's like to walk in their shoes. But how do you do this without getting triggered yourself? That's the hard question. I still, to this day, and it's been 22 years since my baby's loss, I feel a pit in the bottom of my stomach that makes me feel for sure that it is my heart that fell down there in a lump the minute I hear that someone close to me has lost their baby. That terrorizing feeling can come back to me in a second. 
but then I know it's time for me to get to work. Whether you believe in God or have different faith that guides you, I believe that God puts his worker bees on the ground for times like this. And my loss was the training program for it. I know that I'm not alone in this. Those of us who have suffered this will see to it that we help ease the suffering for others. Whether or not you've ever faced a baby loss yourself, here are some ideas that are helpful to anyone suffering a loss. Don't say the things. You know the things, and I doubt you would. If there's one gift I got out of the whole experience is that I hope I never utter another insensitive word again to someone dealing with any kind of loss. Many friendships are forever changed after you experience your own loss. So probably if you've gotten to this point with your friend who is now experiencing a loss, there's already been lots of understanding and compassion between you. Say something. Don't stay away. Don't stay silent in fear that you will trigger her. Do take care of yourself, though, and be sure you are in a space that allows you to support her. But there's something healing about it if you're able. What should you say instead? Here's a few ideas. I'm sorry, period. You can add that you're dealing with this. I'm sorry that you're dealing with this. If you feel like you need to, but it's really not necessary. Just a simple I'm sorry will do. I'm here to listen when you feel like talking. That's it. Just let them know that's really all they want is for someone to listen. I want you to know I've been thinking about you. That's an amazing text to send to someone, whether they lost their baby last week or whether it's been 10 years. Or how's today going? At any time, those reach outs are appreciated. It doesn't matter how long it's been. It's always a great time to reach out. And if you can use the baby's name, it's even better. It's so much more meaningful to say, I was thinking about you and Oliver today, and I'm wondering how you're doing. You know how meaningful it is when someone actually uses your baby's name. I found this great quote that says, if you know someone who's lost a child and you're afraid to mention them because you think you might make them sad by reminding them that they died, you're not reminding them. They didn't forget they died. What you're reminding them of is that you remembered that they lived. And that's a great gift. That was by Elizabeth Edwards. I thought that was really amazing. Share your story with them. There's nothing more comforting than seeing that you're not alone on the loneliest journey on earth. It feels like a raft being thrown at you right at the time you can't tread water anymore. Tell your story and all the feelings that come with it. Share photos of your baby and look at hers if you're able. Can you imagine sharing your photos with someone to who you didn't have to give a disclaimer first about how they look? Everyone is so happy to tell their birth stories. If you've ever been to a baby shower, you know what I mean. 
but almost no one shares their loss story. If you can do it, I promise it will be as comforting to you as it is to them. I've had a few experiences in the last few years where I've spent some time with some work colleagues where I was able to tell the whole story. And every time I did, I was amazed that I was able to live through that all and still be standing. And they saw me for a much different person than who they thought I was. I promise it is an empowering experience and a blessing when you find others who are willing to listen with an open heart. I always think it's a similar feeling to the stories we tell about our other children, things that they've done and said, and it feels like we're speaking their existence into the world. It's so healing for everyone and shares a part of who you authentically are. Offer to help them. As you know, it may be a while before they dare to walk in the aisles of a grocery store or do a Costco pickup. Can you send a text asking if they need something picked up? Or better yet, just make some assumptions of things they may need and drop them off. Wouldn't it be nice to find a bag of female necessities at the door? Or some basics that are enough to throw a simple meal together? If they have other children, offer to take them or come over so she can take a rest. I think the key is to just act. Do something without overthinking it. Everyone says, let me know what you need or what can I do? But the truth is they have no idea. They are just trying to breathe. So anything you can do will be appreciated. You know how meaningful it is to have someone remember your baby. And a sweet memory gift would be the perfect thing to give to the newly grieving parents. What gifts, if any, did you receive that was thoughtful or meaningful? Maybe a special ornament or keepsake that they can look at to be reminded of how you supported them. Or a favorite book that helped you in your healing. My husband and I had an insurance agent we were working with at the time who made house visits and she came with a gift from her nine-year-old daughter that was two sparkling star candles. And she wanted to give them to us in remembrance of our two baby girls. That's parenting done right. I have them in a cabinet in my living room, and I think of the babies as well as that sweet little girl and her brave mama for telling our story and helping foster kindness in something that I'm sure was very hard for her little nine-year-old to understand. But I treasure that gift. Have compassion for yourself. You're likely to feel all kinds of emotions during this time, and allow yourself to be okay with the guilt that may come up for any thoughts that you had about their pregnancy prior to their loss. It's normal and grief makes us do and think unpredictable things. This friend has just joined the worst club that no woman ever wishes to be in, and now you possess a gift of understanding that only someone who's lived through this can have. I just want to wrap this up today by saying that you are in a unique position to help those you love with something that is absolutely unthinkable. The gift that you possess is understanding. 
So I encourage you to reach out and share everything that you have learned during your journey. That's all I have for you today. And I hope this was helpful. Don't forget to check into the private Facebook group, Navigating Baby Loss Community. As always, the links are in the show notes. But until next time, I am sending you all my love as you navigate your baby loss.